Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just finished watching season eight, episode three, titled Episode 70. Uh, at least currently, it'll probably be called Battle of Winterfell, I assume. Uh, I am super happy because nobody I give a shit about died. Uh-oh. Strong stance. <laughs> Strong stance. I, I've got a list here of everybody who died. Uh-huh. Uh, Dolores Ed. Yep. Couldn't couldn't care less Oof. about Dolores Ed. Uh, Lady Mormont. Couldn't care less about Lady Mormont? No. No. Uh, Beric, Jorah, and Theon. The only uh, one who comes close here. Come on. Oh, right. Also, she, yeah, she somehow died. Dothraki captain. I don't know his name, but I think he was uh, someone that, you know, had a name and we could recognize well, him. Well, we can't. If you don't know his name, I don't think we can put him on the list because there are probably thousands of people. I'm just saying if we were we super fans, we would have had yeah. I Heart, Jacaro, What's like or whatever. second in command, Dothraki? Uh, it's the Calissimo. You got the Cal, the Calisi, and the Calissimo. That's the second command. Uh, conspicuously, <laughs> the General Calissimo. <laughs> Grey Worm is still in the wind. Uh, yeah. Like, we no, kind of lose track in the middle look, of the battle of Grey Worm. I'm going to assume that no one... I thought maybe if we had, like, a like a re, like, like a five minute of, like, catch our breath and everybody's kind of cheering after the battle, that maybe we'd pan around and see a couple fallen that would be shocking. Yeah. But, like, I don't... I, I, I will go on record saying I wouldn't like the idea of them coming back next week and we have that five minutes and, oh, my God, Grey Worm's dead and... I don't think he's dead. Okay. I, I think the little girl in the crypts who wanted to defend them might be dead. Oh, yeah. Because I don't recall seeing her of, after the attack. But. Yeah, everybody that, that said the uh, Stark's White or Stark's White's coming out of the crypts, uh, give yourself a round of applause because... It happened. I didn't think they would do that. Well, I guess I... I don't know. I don't know what my official stance was. I, I think we thought they... Uh, certainly I was, like, you know, leaning toward that possibility. Right, right. We, we sort of discussed, you know, is it possible to bring back just a sack of bones? It does seem like it's possible. It's, it's, it doesn't matter anymore because the Night King was utterly vanquished this episode. Are you surprised that this had a definitive climax like that? Yes. Huh. A, a little bit. So, so... <laughs> Even though I've been saying all along, like, this is not the real battle, mm -hmm. right? This is not mm -hmm. the climax of the show, right. emotionally and character-wise. Uh, I sort of still didn't feel like they were just going to take the Night King out this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Here's the thing. I think that um, there's a couple points where I thought that the the episode is going to do something unconventional or, like, something that's more fan theory, like when Bran started warging into all of the crows, uh, crorging into all the crows, uh, I'm like, oh, he's he's they're going to find out that the Night King's actually bypassing this and going south, like, you know, mm -hmm. this was popularly right. speculated and all that kind of stuff. Um, but no, they never did. Like everything, um, I felt like this episode is very uh, by the you know just is just by the chalk, as they say in NCAA tournament brackets. That it pretty much what most people expected to happen happened. And I thought, yeah, I I'm glad that they they ended Night King here because now you've got uh, three more episodes to deal with the things that we're actually emotionally involved invested yes. in. But I got to say, I also am kind of sort of shocked that there wasn't more of a moment for the Night King or like that they essentially die as big bads with, you know, uh, no motivation other than just, uh, I guess, wanting to see the world freeze. Yeah, I, I, I mean, at this point, I guess it doesn't matter, you know, if you believe Bran about the Night King's motivation. Right. 
it, it, he kind of proved his point. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny to see Night King smile. I thought his like, grim uh-huh. little after, he's like, ah, I'm dragon fireproof, which that doesn't make... There's a, couple, there's a couple things this episode that I didn't think made sense. That was one of them. Uh, Drogon just allowing himself to be almost overrun with, with whites, I thought was kind of like goofy. Yeah, do we have one dragon now? No, there's no... Uh, if they, do uh, we have any dragons now? If Are the dragons off the table? Drogon's for sure... sure. Was still alive because he Did was he cradling. Yeah, he was cradling Danny like as she was cradling Dora. Okay. Um, okay. But if they kill off Rhaegal, I'll be like again, like off-screen deaths on Game of Thrones. No fucking way. No fucking way. Yeah, uh, Rhaegal crash landed. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Saint John flying. Yeah. And then but but so he had a couple. Never be- showed back up. He had a couple deep wounds from where uh, he was fighting with undead Viserion, but they didn't look fatal. Like he definitely got some claws in his belly, but yeah. Uh, Speaking of deep wounds, that yeah. was pretty amazing when uh Rhaegal took that chunk out of out of Viserion yeah and you could see like the fire just kind of leaking yes. out of his neck the blue flames yeah in fact I thought that he had that that had killed the undead dragon yeah um and so when it showed up later it's belching flames uncontrollably everywhere I thought that was really cool but it's awesome the air-to-air dragon combat was mm-hmm. lived up to what I thought it would because you know oh dude Lady Mormont went yeah. out with style like taken out of fucking that giant was really fucking cool yeah I mean I saw it coming a mile away uh-huh. um but still yeah yeah, she uh, she Luke she Luke Skywalker that at at Walker except for Luke lived, right? She Hobbs did that at at Walker. Yeah, she, she Luke did not get every single bone in his body crushed in that's, the dust. That's right. I thought the there's a couple of like really uh, and uh, so a, a couple of things that annoyed me um, was like technically because this was a very dark and um, intentionally so shot episode and our bald move TV is muddy as fuck we tried to mess with it a little bit in the first five minutes but like and we got a little bit better but it was really hard to see when everything was like shrouded in fog or like as the whole entire battle was Mm -hmm. um and that combined with last week i felt like i didn't understand the plan well enough to know like which fallback point was like the one where shit got real like where is the when are the families going to be in danger when are they and and i was kind of like there was definitely an ebb and flow in the battle, but I wasn't quite sure who was winning, who was losing. Yeah, at some point they cut away. So so the the armies of the dead breach the wall, mm-hmm. and then everybody kind of retreats a little bit behind these other you mm-hmm. know enforcements that they've got. Yeah. Uh, and then we kind of cut away from the main battle for a yeah. long time. Yeah. And we and go we like, to the sneaking, library with Arya and the Winterfell, Hound. yeah. Yeah, and I kind of lost track, and it seems like at the end of this, they were still, they were on the verge of just complete loss yeah. right like right. I, don't, I don't know if there are more than a handful of people left in and there was a shit ton of dead that's and they're all important me. they're all the ones i care about that was the other thing that kind of surprised me is that uh, the night king would have to like do the 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 hand raise because i thought just you, it like a lot of people were speculating that you know you'd uh, the dead would kill a living and then the living would just like fall to the ground and five six seconds later blue eyes come back i thought that right. was actually happening yeah apparently um not. But uh, it's clear that the the humanity is going to be fucking screwed. It's also very mm-hmm. clear that there's not much left. I think of the army of the living. I mean, the Dothraki are completely gone. It seems uh, like from what I can shit. tell about like the, the Unsullied are completely gone. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know that they have anybody left except for the main characters. Yeah, you got the main. I mean, there's going to be a few thousand. Yeah. But like nothing that can. But then again, if Danny has one dragon, for sure she has two dragons. I I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how good a shot Kyburn is with the uh, uh-huh. whatever that giant crossbow thing is. Um, 
I was super worried when the uh, Night King took another shot at Danny on the dragon uh-huh. with the spear. Yeah. Because he's a pretty good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was... So I, I got distracted on my whole, like, bitching about the TV thing. But there's a couple things, even with our technical difficulties, that stood out as, like, really cool moments in battle I've never seen before. Like, that charge of the Light Brigade, where Melisandre sets everybody's swords on fire, and they go screaming, and you can kind of follow it. And then, as you're looking from the commander's vantage point, these points of light start going out. Yeah. It's just really fucking cool and ominous. Um, I really like the organized retreating of the of the Unsullied. Like, just how clockwork it yeah. is. Like, they were taking a step back and a step in, and then innermost ranks were um, just, just, like, running, you know, a full-speed retreat. And we'd said something about, like, you know, what is the military purpose of being able to do, like, this... Like in Batman Begins, uh, Raz Al Ghul is like having all of his ninjas like reconfigure themselves like some 3D uh-huh. escape room corridors. Like, what, what's the point of having this military drill? Well, here it is. Like, they're essentially a living impenetrable wall that's collapsing from within. I thought that was a really cool. Uh, of all the giant battles I've seen in Hollywood, I've never seen anything quite like that. And this is maybe. I don't even know if I have to qualify this. I think this is the longest battle I've ever seen. I mean, it's well over it's an over hour. It's over an hour. Yeah. Well over an hour. It, it was the entire episode, save yeah. like a couple of minutes at the front. Yeah. I mean, which, he, which is just, you know, building the tension, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they did a great job with that. I'm, I'm thinking there's like a couple, like, uh, you know, Saving Private Ryan, A Band of Brothers, and some war films that probably okay. have scenes that, like, like, I don't think the, the first... Not the, a single battle that yeah, lasts an hour, yeah, yeah, but maybe yeah. there's an hour of total like, like battle a, time. The first 40 minutes of Saving Private Ryan's a battle, and probably the last 40 minutes yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But, but, and it's a pretty long movie, too. Yeah, but like this, like one continuous kind of battle stick with... Um, and I also, if you throw in television, yeah, there's nothing right. nothing that competes, competes with that. Except for maybe Band of Brothers. Except for maybe, yep. I don't know. Also HBO product. Um, yeah. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Uh, I thought there's other couple things that surprised me is I thought that like Sansa and Tyrion would have more of a heroic moment uh, because I, I guess like the heroic moment was them deciding to go out. <laughs> yeah, with they were those. gearing up for it. They're geared up for it. Like I wish I could have seen a couple more, um, uh, the, you know, like a little bit more heroics or because it just seemed like the whites were having their way down there in the crypts, man. Like when, yeah. they, when, when Tyrion and Sansa were huddling behind that thing, it was just white screaming and women and children dying with some grim shit. Yeah, I, I don't know if they had a weapon between them other than Sansa's little dagger thing. Yeah. Uh, I also, like, there's a couple things I thought that might uh, happen. Like, Melisandre, when she's wandering off and taking off her collar, I thought she was going to go and, like, resurrect Jorah or some cheesy shit like no, that. No, I fucking knew she was going to yeah. She was gonna walk out in the snow and she was going to take her fucking clothes off. Because <laughs> that's what she does. Yeah. Melisandre was not going to die with clothes on. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Well, she only made it to half naked. <laughs> Uh, she got him off enough, right? But Lord I, of Light is appeased. I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool. Her taking off her glamoring gym and dying as an old woman as as like, why did she do that? Her prophecy is fulfilled. Like she she has no more use on this. Earth. I think you're supposed to understand that like what she said about Barrack is the same about her. That like the Lord of Light has kept her alive for a purpose, and that purpose is done now. So yeah. uh, there's you know no need. 
and she's done a lot of heinous shit, you know, in the sure. in the service of her lord, and by getting some of the things made. You know, I, I, it'll be interesting to see in the books because, like, I could see um, if we had more of her interior dialogue, there could be, like, a tragic figure that, like, you know, she's all only tried to do life, but maybe uh, she got a little over-enthusiastic and some of the things that she was trying to do is, like, forcing things rather than going to flow. And I think you can see some of these sacrifices, and especially in the show Shireen, you're supposed to understand that was a moment of her um, getting ahead of herself because, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, and 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 so yeah, I think she she is kind of like a, a Moses figure that uh, she's very pivotal into into freeing the people and seeing them into the promised land. But and then it's Moses not for her. walked off, took his robes off, and died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like that's uh, straight out of Exodus. People, yeah. I don't know. Twenty one seven. Yeah, uh, and low Moses bared the rod. <laughs> <laughs> he thrust and his a million in years in, a, in, in but a second, <laughs> and the Lord laughed. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. Yes, that we didn't get to see see an undead Stannis. I feel mm. like that's a little bit of a miss. Like, well, we have were him attack that, Davos. Uh, Hodor. There was really no yeah. like gut wrenching. There's no Lady Stark. There was no uh, nothing really. What are you doing? No grin. Why not? I don't know. I at least one of them. Uh, I I don't know I don't I I yeah, like like Arya there are people speculated like what could terrify well what could terrify her is like fifty screaming zombies yeah but that terrifies everybody that's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. personally terrifying that's just yeah. yeah yeah I feel like Stannis comes after you know Brienne yeah. or or like I said Davos it'd be good but I, the, the, and and the one moment that they absolutely had to nail um I think is Arya coming for the Night King and oh, so good. When she jumped and he like caught her midair, that was I thought, and, and then her doing the the you know daggers drop uh-huh. and stab, that was perfect because it gave you just a little bit of like, okay, what the fuck then? If not this, what? <laughs> right. John's gonna, John- John's finally going to too late stab this fucking dragon and um, but yeah, like the fact that. Uh, it did feel a little, little prophetic, and you know her shutting what you know you're going to shut the blue the eyes, green yeah. eyes and brown eyes and blue, and she had the Valyrian steel dagger. Uh, that I thought that the way that worked out and him bursting into ice and everybody dying in kind of a concentric ring was was pretty cool. And also, yeah, like it had to sure. happen because, uh, as you said, the butcher bill is pretty light. You know, I know yeah. Jorah's got his fans, and uh, absolutely. But uh, where's Tormund? Tormund dead? I don't think Tormund's dead. No, we we lost track of him and Grey Worm. Yeah, I I, I don't I, I just think you like because the last time I saw him, they're fighting just like mm-hmm. Brienne, just like Jamie, just like uh, Pod, just like Sam. Like Sam was still breathing, and this isn't Walking Dead rules. Like if you did get a scratch or a nick or a good solid bite, you're not turning. Yeah, you just have to keep the blood pumping through your veins. To, right. Uh, well, no one's turning at this point. So, like, I, I just I think that everyone we saw last alive is going to be alive because it's going to feel like a fucking. I just think it's going to be a what the fuck if the first five minutes is spent like, oh, guess what, Tormund died, <laughs> and guess what, uh, Sam didn't make it through, and yeah. you know what, also, Grey Worm lost his other nipple, yeah, died. It turns out that. <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah. Um, I'm don't please don't send me. I know that he wasn't the guy that got his nipple cut off. But can you prove it wasn't? Um, can you prove he has both his nipples still? I thought Theon was I, like honestly can, like uh, as much fun as I as, as I made of him the Ironborn like that kind of mm-hmm. last stand was really cool. I thought a lot of people did. Um, you know uh, uh, the, the the shit uh, the Boromir routine from Lord of the sure. Rings. There was Jorah, Jorah yep. Theon. Everybody was pin cushioning up for those last minute heroics. Yep. 
if if Ned Stark had been there, he would have for mm-hmm. sure. I did. I there's a so <laughs> many of the fan theories I thought were on the table. Like when yeah. Bran unworged to give that speech to Theon, I'm like, oh shit! The what is dead man ever dies going to happen? The Night mm. King's going to stab him, and then Bran's going to hit him with the Obsidian Dagger, and he's going to turn into like a fucking cold hands and just become a giant badass. But no sign of Benjen. Benjen's no sign of Benjen. When you know the guy riding the when Melisandre rode up onto the battlefield, I thought that might be Benjen. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of recognize the shape, the general shape of Melisandre in a huge flowing I robe. I didn't expect it because it also seemed like I thought they did a piss poor job of showing the direction because it seemed like she came out of the ranks of the dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a way, there's a language of cinema I'm you can... I'm hoping it's like they, you, they, she came from the East, maybe. Yeah, but like, that's, that's not what they told us. Like, all of yeah. the forces were facing this one direction and she came in facing, so like... Was True. Jorah leading the flank army that we never saw? I don't know. No. Um, like I, I said, I'm, I'm really, I'm seriously curious about what the hell Bran was doing this entire time because he yes. makes it clear like he wargs in all these ravens and they take off and what what is he actually doing? I don't. Is that, is that like setting like an infrared beaker for the Night's King to it's home in on because it's... I. Honestly, could not tell you. Like he spent the whole time warging just so the Night King was be would be hot for him. Maybe is that the uh, green I... the 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 Green Seer version of shaking your ass and keeping him? <laughs> yeah, they just Come don't on, seem big to, boy. They don't pay it off. Yeah, uh, in this episode. So I'm assuming in you know the next episode or something we'll figure out what he was actually doing during the battle. Like saying, oh yeah, now our major fight is done here, but also. I don't know. I don't think he's going to. I think Bran's going to smear a bunch of blood on his face and like uh, start breathing heavy when people came in. It's like, oh, I, I fought, fought him off to the last man. Like, take all, take, take, take all of Theon's credit. Yeah. I don't know if Arya is going to stand for that. <laughs> well, but who saw it? Who saw it besides uh, I think Bran? maybe Arya. Maybe Arya. She was uh, yeah. Although they from the shadows. Although the Starks stick together. Yeah. The Starks yeah. all. They're a family after all. Yeah. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints... Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. 
the thrills of King's Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. But uh, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I, I thought I'm actually shocked that one of Brian or Jamie or, or, Pod, yeah. or Pod or even Tormund mm-hmm. um, didn't die in this episode. Or Gray, like, like in even lesser extent, Gray Worm. I'm actually kind of like once the crypt breached, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, well, okay, one of Tyrion or or Sansa or or Varys probably Varys is going to die. I I thought we got off pretty light. We did. Absolutely we did. Do you think that I, this... I was prepping people last episode like you're going to lose a lot right. of people you love. Yeah. And nobody lost anybody they love. Is so that a that's flaw? excellent. Is that a flaw though? Because I feel like A little bit, yeah. Um I don't know because in future episodes cuz you got what three more and they're all kind of this long except for maybe the last one. Uh, no, I think they're all this long. Um roughly. So, because I, I was like, man, they left so many people alive that giving them all a moment is going to be kind of tough, you know? And they left a lot of theories on the table, you know? Like, the Clegane Bowl is still on the table. Oh, sure. Um, there's still uh, th- this whole mess. We we kind of knew that John and Danny, neither of them could die because they have to sort this mm-hmm. mess about, oh, I'm king, no, I'm queen right. stuff out. Uh, so that's still, you know, up in the air. It is. Okay. Can we also agree that if they don't have any new perspective on that battle, that like, this is fucked. Like they fought a desperate battle side by side, dragon to dragon. They both saved each other a couple times. Like if they come back to like, okay, now let's figure out who's got the strongest claim and are going to be belligerent about it. That'd be, that'd be really fucked up, man. Maybe it'll go the other way. Maybe it'll be like, okay, after seeing that. I de- like, like you're like, definitely the king. Yeah, any survivor. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You're the queen. Yeah, or like it's like yeah, anyone that comes out of this battle that's going to be uh, pissed off either direction. I feel like is like, what are you going to say to these people? I mean, this was a this was a unanimous victory. This was an all around yeah. win for the living. Yeah, right. Oh, for sure. I just don't know what they're going to do about Cersei. Yeah, is is it weird to say it kind of doesn't matter now? Because they fought the battle that really matters and won it. Well, but if Cersei wins to rule over the Seven Kingdoms, that will feel like that's not a bittersweet ending. Yeah, but what kind of dynasty is she going to have? No dynasty. No dynasty. <laughs> no dynasty. Have her is she? Uh, <laughs> but but you know what I mean. Like yeah. the the real like threat here was that everyone would die. Yeah, yeah. No, the realms of men are guarded, and so they're saved. Yeah, now they're saved, and, and also, it might turn out a little bit shitty because Cersei might be on the throne, but it's going to turn yeah, out all right. Yeah, but there, I think there's also a lot of deaths of theories. Number one, like we had a theory that like uh, some of this footage is going to be from the later Battle of King's Landing, utterly dead. Every single frame from the trailer has now been accounted oh, I, for. Oh, I walked that back last episode. Okay, after I was still I was still repping it. The, the Merlins. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I um. Shit, man, I, you, I completely got derailed. Uh, uh, we we definitely have a Battle of King's Landing coming oh, up. Oh, no, though, there's a couple sure. other, yeah, like, uh, there's people like, oh, will this be a, cyc- a cyc- cyclical thing with the Night King? That he's like, you know, he can never oh, be truly vanquished. Back, yeah. I mean... That could be what Bran's about to say. If he comes back, it's going to be not the same Ice King that we've seen the whole time, which I feel like that's the story they told us. Like, that guy who got lashed through the tree and turned into the Night King is the same Night King that strode the battlefield today. For sure. 
Um, so I feel like that that je- that theory is on life support unless Bran immediately says, "Nope, we just got another ten thousand years. We got to kill Cersei right. and build the wall." And yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll but, see. But he's utterly seems seems vanquished. All of his lieutenants because they all you know, we all saw them burst into glass and all the whites cut. That's it's it's over. It's over. I that that was a great episode, right? Yeah, like I, I've never really seen anything like it. Miguel Sapochnik did an amazing job, yeah, uh, directing this just as he had in previous episodes, yeah, uh, where there were big battles. But this was kind of the mother of all battles, and it was awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to go home and see it on my TV that has much better black levels because I think I will be even more impressed with what I'm seeing once I do that. Because a lot of the like and a lot of the the battle was fast paced action. Yeah. The zombies were fucking terrifying. Uh-huh. Like we were saying, like how does anyone survive those front lines? Like yeah. they were breaking over the force of the living like waves. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was uh, super cool. There's, I mean, like I said, there's, I, I, in the full podcast, I'll probably talk about some of the, like, I thought weird military blunders. Like, for example, Danny getting, like, why was Danny, she, there was like shots of her setting the rear flanks of the enemy on fire mm-hmm. when they're trying to find someone, anyone to light this torch. Yeah. And it's like, well, can she not? I mean, I, I know that her trying to tell the story. I, I thought that her and John slamming into each other, <laughs> yeah. head on dragon collision, and they're just holding, mind you, they're only holding yeah. on with like to two horns. How did they not fall off? Man, uh, yeah, they needed, I feel like they needed some dragon saddles for that to be as makes, ridiculous as it was. But, sure, sure. Yeah. And it makes the characters look. I mean, it's a really dumb thing to happen. Yeah. But it's something that could totally happen it in that could, scenario, I know, right? But, but like, look. There's a lot of sky. I know there's no there's dragon air traffic controllers. This isn't like Breaking Bad where John Delancey was just having a bad day at the But, like, there's a lot of sky. Yeah, they're all probably heading toward, like, a general glow, maybe. Maybe, like, yeah. Oh, I kind of see, a, you know, a, a Winterfell battle happening. Maybe mm-hmm. have that, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But also, I just yeah. There's a couple things. Maybe like if I see, if, like maybe maybe there was actually something to explain that, and was just all a blur of of muddy, yeah, gray frost smoke imagery. But uh, our TV sucks, everybody. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say before? Uh, no, I think I think I'm good. That's that's the instant take portion of this for tonight. So this is the part of the the instant take or instant take podcast where we turn it into instant instant talk. And we are now going to take some live questions from our viewers on the YouTube chats functionality. If you'd like to get into this bald uh, move, innovate. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you'd like to get into this uh, instant talk, you've got to be a club member. Club.baldmove.com. And guess what? It's 25% off annual memberships right now because of Game of Thrones. Club.baldmove.com. 